Hi, welcome to How I Found My Way Back Home. And this is your beautiful, talented, healthy, happy, just getting through life but living it to the best, fullest, and awesome capability through the Spirit of God inside of me in the name of Jesus, Morelli Luciano. Um, this is a safe space, but this is also a space where you can say, you know what, girl, you talking too much. I'm gonna go wash dishes or, oh my God, girl, you doing three much. Like I'll talk to you later. Like I'll listen to you later. Um, or this could be the place where you like, girl, please keep talking because I'm tired of everybody lying to me. Um, <laughs> wherever you feel comfortable, wherever you stand, I'm here to support you and uplift you in your journey through your life through this world, through this journey. Um, And I am also here to talk about today's fabulous topic, which is believing. And what does that impact have on what you perceive, right? And I know we discussed this, or I probably tap upon this topic a little bit in other episodes or or in another episode entirely but this is mostly just to kind of like you know shake up our minds and say hey you know what like have you ever thought of it like this like for example like I was reading this um thing on TikTok or like Instagram and you know how people put their TikToks on Instagram so I was watching this little TikTok on Instagram and it was about how um this person perceived themselves like so bad because they realized like they are so beautiful in their old pictures and they would they remember how they felt at that time and they felt really bad and they realized why do I feel so why did I why did I feel so bad about myself yet I look so good like why did I why did I think that I looked bad like that is crazy and I think that this happens a lot in a lot of aspects or parts of our lives. Um, I can't speak for everybody else, but I could definitely agree with that person in their statement. And I could definitely say, I also realized, like, I'll be looking at my pictures when I was in fourth grade. I felt, like, really shitty at that moment just because, like, I mean, I didn't feel, like, totally shitty, but I felt like, oh, my God, um girl like something you know I felt irritated for some reason maybe maybe I wish I didn't live where I was living maybe I wish I didn't wasn't in school maybe I wish I had more friends whatever the case was I look pretty fabulous like I didn't have no my dark circles I'm sorry guys give me a moment because this is the thing about New York City like people be running down like if they are in the NASCAR and sweetie I'm sorry with all due respect you're not in NASCAR you're not getting paid for this please calm down anyways back to my point <laughs> so I was looking at a picture when I was in fourth grade and I was like girl your dark circles wasn't even like that you know what I'm saying you was on point you know your hair would girl my hair it was at fourth grade eight years old girl my hair was long it was up to my, it was shoulder length honey it was like a girl and I was curled a little bit like I'm pretty sure if it was straightened down my back it would have touched like my sh- like the shoulder like like a little bit lower than the shoulder br- shoulder blade like it was on point girl and I was like girl your lips looking juicy like yes and like nice complexion like very clean skin you know what I'm saying no acne no nothing girl. 
But at that time, I didn't feel completely that way. Yeah, you feel me? Like, oh, it's some part of me did, it's a part of me didn't. So, like, I guess coming now, like, into the present moment, I realized that we do in our lives tend to really, 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 sometimes, some of us, I'll include myself in the bunch, be dysmorphic about the way we perceive things. Like, and going back to believe and why does that impact your perception? I believed at that point that maybe I wasn't worthy or I wasn't in the right place or I wasn't feeling good or I wasn't enough. And that's how I saw things. But now at a different space in my life, I'm able to look black back and see clear um, the vision, what was happening. And, you know, I just, you know, could definitely concur. I can definitely concur that, hey, I was pretty good. You know, maybe I wasn't feeling good, but I was definitely looking better than whatever I thought I was. But that's another thing that also opened my eyes. Like, okay, what you believe is what you see. You know what I'm saying? In yourself, in others. But also, like, sometimes if you step back and you look at things from a from an objective perspective, like, let's say if you can look at a picture or you can look at a project or you can look at something that you made and not look at it from the lens of that moment... But as an objective person, you can see that, hey, I'm not bad. Like, I'm not ba- I'm not that bad as I think I am. And this is just a little of awareness for anybody out there that if you feel like, you know, things are too difficult, things are too hard to understand, and, you know, you feel like, what is going on? You feel like, what am I doing? How does this make sense? I just want you to know that what you believe is what you will see. If you believe that you're in a difficult place and this is not for you, like I feel right now, you won't be able to see the benefits, see the fruits, see the blessings, you know, and sometimes we get so caught up in what we don't like that we create that as our reality. And with all due respect, Everything that we don't like isn't always our reality. It it may appear, it may be part of the picture, but it's not the whole picture. I can't zoom into a picture and say, I hate the way my eyebrows look and not zoom out and see the bigger picture. The bigger picture may be better than just my eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Maybe because I zoomed in too much to the picture, I couldn't enjoy the rest of the picture, like the body, the arms, the background, the colors. And I think that sometimes we zoom into life too much and we need to zoom out. We need to step back and we need to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, but what is really happening right now? And is it worth me being this obsessive over this little thing that is ruining, honestly, with all due respect, my my perception of life and myself and others? And I've come to see and notice and realize today that the way I choose to believe in the picture and what's happening and whatever I'm doing is really how I end up seeing it. And that's why I'm making a choice today to focus on the bigger picture, whether it's my life, whether it's who I am, whether it's um what I've been doing for such a long time, whatever it is, whatever is happening, I choose to step back 
and look at the bigger picture and not focus or obsess on this little aspect or this little part of it that maybe if I just step back won't even look that bad. You know what I'm saying? I may be obsessive over it and say, oh, it's these situations change. But letting go and stepping back and seeing the whole picture is a blessing and is a honestly one of the healthiest ways to live as a human being because you're not living based on a moment but you're living based on entire experience you know what i'm saying experience is a series of moments it's not one particular moment like one moments very actually are also so difficult to encapsulate because they can be seconds they can be minutes they can be hours they can be days or weeks or months or years but moments are you know pieces of the puzzle of life and I don't believe that we need to focus so much on the piece of the puzzle as what the puzzle is going to look like like because this piece may look a little different it may look a little you know unique doesn't mean it's not connecting to a better better bigger picture you know a picture that is bright and illustrative and colorful and healthy and happy and joyous and and unique and incredible and also such a great story you can't judge the entire puzzle by a piece of it you have to be objective you have to be willing to adapt and be flexible as you're connecting these pieces together and finding their perfect match and, and 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 unveiling such a honorable photo or picture or example of a puzzle a huge puzzle a completed puzzle piece uh, not piece, but puzzle. I don't know what to call. Uh, uh, I'm actually gonna Google it. Um, completed puzzle name. You know what I'm saying? What is? What do you call a completed puzzle? I don't know. But that's the main idea. Like, just don't don't obsess over the piece. Just I, I, like as you're trying to figure out what this whole puzzle is, be willing to bring it together and allow it to tell you a story instead of you telling it the story. Like, oh, this is the part, this and this is that. And um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. What is a puzzle? A completed puzzle called. Okay, so a jigsaw puzzle is a tiling puzzle that requires assembly of often oddly shaped interlocking and mosaic pieces. Typically, each individual piece has a portion of a picture. When assembled, assembled, they produce a complete picture. So that's what I wanted to say. Like sometimes a experience is a jigsaw puzzle. It has oddly shaped interlocking and mosaic pieces. You know, right? But it's all, each piece is part of this picture. And when you put it together, they could produce a complete picture. And, um, you know, life is a huge jigsaw, like a puzzle. You know what I'm saying? And it's our job to not be judgmental, to not be critical, and not be uh, so negative and, 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 and downtrodden about pieces of a puzzle when there's there's a picture waiting for us at the end of the journey, when there's this moment of, wow, like all these pieces came together to create such a beautiful life, a beautiful story. 
And um, that's what I'm learning. Like, just be open to the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? And don't be obsessive. Like, don't be like, oh, my God, I can't find the nose. Like, calm down. Like, it's going to it, You have literally, there's no jigsaw puzzle puzzle that you buy unless it's used and somebody lost a piece or the manufacturer had a problem where you're missing a puzzle piece. So if you can't make up the picture today, one day you'll be able to put everything together and look back and say, wow, that's a beautiful life I've lived. And um, I do believe that God makes no mistakes in providing the tools to put a beautiful jigsaw puzzle together of unique moments and unique um, time frames that can come together as a beautiful life lived. Now, it may be a little different than a jigsaw puzzle because, you know, the choices we make and the things that are collectively, you know, put together to make our story. But I definitely, definitely am in a point in my life where I am choosing to look at life as a huge picture and not a bunch of puzzle pieces that I can judge. Everything may be a piece or a moment or this or that, but I can't look at a moment as the whole picture and I can't look at the whole picture as a moment. So being able to definitely see, okay, this is the whole picture. I'm grateful. I'm grateful and I'm grateful and I'm honored. This is a puzzle piece. I'm honored that this is part of my story. I'm honored that this is going to connect to something else that will lead to something else that will ultimately unveil this entire life. And, you know, sometimes there are difficult pieces that we that that we may choose to put into our puzzle piece or maybe it chooses us. Um, but I definitely, definitely am learning not to obsess over those moments that may be difficult to put or assemble into the jigsaw puzzle. And understand that these are uniquely made shapes. These are meant to connect with a piece. So just because it looks a little off or maybe it doesn't make any sense, it there is a piece for it to connect to it, even if it's a dark moment in my life. Or maybe it's a mistake I made or maybe it's an a, a, a unlikely episode of life. That is part of the the bigger picture. And without that piece, the bigger picture wouldn't be complete. And, you know, once again, I am a strong believer in you can live a life with great choices and you don't have to suffer. So I'm not saying that you need the bad pieces to make a beautiful picture. That is a lie. Um, I'm just saying that if you do have some pieces that you don't really like, you know what I'm saying? Because they felt like dark moments or whatever, you know, which is completely understandable. Just understand that there is a piece for that to connect to a bigger picture, you know, that is a comforting truth for us as human beings to know that there's always a um, positive ending to a difficult beginning. You know what I'm saying? Um, whether that is a bad choice, whether that is bad choices, whether that is um, abuse, whether that is hurt, there's always a light at the end of a tunnel because 
that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? And I know that may be difficult for a lot of people to just take and swallow and walk with it because you can concur that and argue that and debate that. And that's great. But I'm not, you know, I do go to school and I have my fair taste of academia and, and, and debates and all that stuff in my past, um, in my beginning of my journey in school. But I'll be honest with you, I do not care for debates. I care for believing in what you believe in and and you know you we can find some information that's logical and 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 makes sense to prove our points but if I believe that you know I will find delight I have a right you know what I'm saying um I'm not believing that we're going to bomb and die and go to an abyss you know what I'm saying I'm not hurting anybody with my thoughts or my beliefs it's genuinely a good belief to believe in and you know, some people may say, oh, that's not enough. I need something that has more concrete evidence to it. And that's fine. That's your way of living. And I definitely understand. Like, I would like to know where that comes from, too. But when you have, when a person has lived a truth that is dear to them, um, it can be really hard to let go unless they find that that truth isn't true. Um but I am a witness that there is a light at the end of the tunnel because there were moments in my life that I thought I couldn't get out of the darkness. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't just my own personal darkness inside of me. It was also the relationships and the toxic influences and the hurt and the abuse that I've been through within myself and without with other people and just dark situations and moments where I didn't have barely anything to keep me afloat and you know I'm still finding my way especially during this pandemic how to just keep myself together in my household and I'm grateful God has been providing more than enough for us to pay our bills and stay afloat and have food on the table be able to laugh and and get coffee and do these great things that we can still do but at the same time like I understand what it's like to need you know what I'm saying? To need help, to need somebody to help you. Um, and for that experience, I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel because thank God I'm living it right now. You know, um, it's been seven years um, since I can reclaim my peace, probably longer. The last time I felt this way, I, was, I don't know. Once I met him, but I'm going to be honest with y'all. Once I went to middle school, like, I believe my life was just very dark. You know what I'm saying? I think I truly do believe it began, began in middle school. Like, of course, I had a little bit of hope. But, like, TBH, like, I was really, you know, in that tunnel. I felt like I went inside the tunnel once I went to sixth grade. And I realized, like, this is where I am. You know what I'm saying? And then every day since that until now has been me trying to leave the tunnel. And I've sometimes there were moments that I was I felt like this that was my home. Sometimes I was trying to feel like, okay, where's my place in this tunnel? Like who's here? What's happening? Um, there were there will be moments where I would try to find a light in the tunnel or create it or whatever with, you know, friends quote-unquote like drugs alcohol 
you know, just a lot of pointless stuff and, you know, suicide attempt when I was like 14. And then it's just a lot, you know, and like sexual things that happen, just unhealthy sexual relationships, one after the other, after the other. Like there's some partners that I don't even remember. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I remember that they were in me, but I don't remember their names. It's just crazy. But the main idea is that that's a long tunnel. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So this is coming from, you know, somebody who's been in a tunnel at a young age. You know, and I'm only 20. I'm going to be 24 this year. So from age 11 to 23, like, come on, y'all. Like, that's a good, I would say nine years. No, not nine years, like 12 years. No, not 12. What, 12? Yeah, 12 years. A good 12 years. 12 years in a tunnel. Like, can you imagine that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you don't even know you're in a tunnel until you, you you're starting to leave it. That's the crazy part. I didn't even know I was in the tunnel. I just thought this was the way of life. I thought that everybody felt this way. I thought that you could just drink and smoke your problems away. And, you know, I knew I wanted change, but I was like, oh, this is just the way you live. Girl, I just got out my, I'm just got out my tunnel, thank God, because God pulled me out, honey. A lot of people say, oh, but why did he pull you out when you were younger? Honey, you got to do some work too. Like sometimes, like, the perpetual choices that I've made kept leading me back into the tunnel. So I could have ran out any minute. But my thing is, is that I kept believing, like I said before, I kept believing that that was my home. I kept believing that this is where I belonged. I kept believing that this is what I am and this is what life is. And when you tell yourself that every day, it doesn't matter what happens. Like you just believe that and you live there, but the the day I did I believed that I that wasn't it. I believe was when I got baptized. I just said nah, like this is my way out. <laughs> like this is my way out, God. Like literally, and it was just so funny how it started. Um, it really just started in such a unique way. Um, I just, you know, wanted to go back to school. School in New York wasn't it. I said, God, please open the door to Texas. Like, please, please. I know I don't have the perfect grades. I know it's whatever, but please, Lord. You know, I kept applying. They said, oh, it's going to be next year. And then I I was like, God, please, if I stay to the six months here, I'm not going to survive. And it was true. And God made a way, honey. All of a sudden, they switched their mind. I don't know how, when, where, because they just said no. But they switched their mind, said, whatever, we cool. You know, we got, you know, last minute come through. Girl, I got on that plane, and I said, if this plane lands in Texas, so I will baptize myself that next Sunday, honey. Don't test God, because God won't test you. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I went and and got baptized, because the word came through. You know what I'm saying? It was successful. God is successful. And I went ahead and did that. And that was the moment I knew that, that the end of the tunnel existed. Because I asked something from God, and I never did that before. Well, I did, like, prayers and stuff for love and stuff, but it wasn't, like, on a Christian way. Like, I used to do, like, spiritual crystal stuff. So it wasn't, like, 
praying to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It was like praying to like the universe. Like, uh, that's another thing. But yeah, it was like praying to the universe or whatever. And it's like, okay, you know, that stuff, that stuff don't work. Because girl, I was still single. Um, I know that's right. Um, but yeah, so I prayed to Jesus. I said, I mean, I didn't say Jesus, please. I, I, but I said, if I, this happens, then I'm going to go get baptized in the church. So I know that wasn't the universe. That was definitely God. <laughs> Not what God created. That was God. God itself was like, okay, so you go get baptized. No problem. <laughs> like if that's the road you want to go down, come through. But, um, yeah, nah, it was, it was crazy. But just to cut this, you know, um, to the point where I'm going, cause we're ending soon. The idea was, is that I just, I didn't believe there was an end of the tunnel. Therefore I did not perceive it. I did not see it. You know what I'm saying? I did not see an end of the tunnel. I didn't see that life changing for me. The moment I saw it was when I asked and things changed and I was like okay I'm not I'm not to play with God like God really is helping me get out of this space so honestly that's my testimony I I don't have a little to-do list I don't have no self-care Sunday for y'all like it was straight up Jesus and that's it you know and I know it's been a bumpy road since then like I don't be up in church all the time that are like I used to but God yeah man like Jesus don't play with him like, you know what I'm saying? For real. Like, because it's about relationship. Like, I don't, I'm not even going to sit here and brag about it, but it's about relationship. And that's what makes me different from a lot of different believers. Like, I don't feel like I have to be caught up into the hype to believe in what the truth is. You know what I'm saying? I think it's that that is the original gospel. And a lot of people just done shook it up, spit on it, and, and flipped it in so many different ways. And some people made the best of it. Some people made the worst of it. And honestly, with no shade included, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. And it's because of what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't brainwashed. Nobody told me to go. Like, everybody was, I had nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I really wasn't as, I, w I wasn't unprepared to receive his love. And you know what I'm saying? And the reason why I say his love is because, you know, it's very popular Christianity to say his and I gotten used to it because my I don't my daddy and I don't got a good relationship. So but if you want to refer to Jesus or God as a woman, like I do that too sometimes. I'll be like her and his, but you know, or it, you know. But whatever. The point is is that God is God, period. Spirit omnipresent, everywhere, anywhere, everything. And that's just what happened. Like, just believe and, and you will perceive that. You know what I'm saying? But once you believe it, you'll start perceiving it. So I believed it when I perceived it. You know what I'm saying? When I saw the door open, I believed. And then more doors kept opening. But it takes one thing to happen so you can go ahead and keep thinking that way. So from now on, y'all, let's just actually believe what we want to perceive if we want to believe and, and trust that we're great we're happy look at the whole picture we're fabulous we're happy you're healthy that's it okay some weird pieces okay some depressing moments that's fine whatever it's there but there's a bigger picture to look at and to be grateful for so all in all i pray that you guys have a great evening and enjoy your time and i hope this episode helped you feel a little lighter and brighter about maybe your situation and your time and period. And I know it did for me because I'm kind of going through a little 
it's hard. Healing is hard. But, you know, we're going to do this together. And we're going to look at the whole picture and not a whole piece. And if we do see the piece, we respect it. We leave it as it is. And we enjoy that as part of our story because there must be a better piece after that to connect to a bigger picture. Um, and if it's just a horrible piece to look at, like pray for peace in your heart to overlook that piece as pain, but to look at that piece as a purposeful step towards the light and you leaving the tunnel of darkness. Toodaloo, y'all. Thank you for listening.